X's and T podcast fans. It's your girl Danny here and we're back at it again with another episode. Today's going to be a little bit different because we've been talking about Amway and worldwide and cults and MLMs and while that has all been so fun, there's something that's been going on in the media, specifically on YouTube, that has come to light that I really want to share my opinion on. So with that being said, everything that I am saying is purely based on opinion, I'm speaking on things that have already been shared. I'm speaking on things that are all public information. So with that being said, if you're not up to date on YouTube or your kids aren't keeping you up to date on YouTube, let me tell you, there is some wild drama going on and it's not drama. It's trauma. Okay. So if you haven't heard of Colleen Ballinger, you may have heard of her alter ego, or your kids may have told you about her alter ego, Miranda Sings. So Colleen Ballinger is an OG YouTuber. She's been around, I think, since 2010, and she created this Miranda Sings character. So her Miranda Sings character is this really tone deaf, wanting to be a singer, isn't self-aware, very narcissistic and awkward and kind of a bully, if I'm being honest. She's a well-known character. She goes out and, and she does live shows as this Miranda Sings character. And her main target audience is kids. I would say a lot of the kids who are watching her are likely between the ages of like eight years old to maybe teenagers around 16, 17. And the reason why Colleen Ballinger is in the news right now is because it has come to light that she had been grooming minors. There you go. That's exactly why we're going to be talking about this today because this is a serious topic. We're talking about someone who is using her fame to groom minors, to use her fans in a way that's wildly inappropriate. With Colleen Ballinger, I had really kind of found her in, I want to say maybe, I don't know, probably the mid 2010s. So maybe like around 2015 is probably when I discovered her on YouTube. And she wasn't exactly my cup of tea. Her content wasn't for me. I, in 2015, was in my early 20s, so I'm not her target audience anyway. But I remember seeing a video around that time, maybe a little bit later, where she did a collaboration video with JoJo Siwa. Y'all know JoJo Siwa, right? I'm sure your kids, or if you're younger, <laughs> maybe you were a fan of JoJo, but um, she had the big bows and the sparkles and the glamour. And I know I had family members whose kids loved JoJo, and their kids loving Jojo were all in the, that age range of like eight years old to 10. And you think about how young these kids are when they become a fan of Jojo, right? So if a collaboration video is done with Jojo, there's a big likelihood that your child has seen Colleen Ballinger. And in their first video together, Jojo Siwa was 14 years old. And Miranda Sings as the character was kind of a bully to Jojo in this video, which seems harmless enough until you see how Colleen is <laughs> and it's kind of it makes sense now so that to me always just gave off a really weird vibe because also if you guys don't know who Trisha Paytas is she also did a collaboration video when she was at the peak of her drug use she was within the vlog squad if you don't know who the vlog squad is that's David Dobrik I guarantee you your teenage boy or girl has told you about David Dobrik and in my opinion David Dobrik and his vlog squad are kind of disgusting 
um, especially with some allegations that had come out last year or the year before. You think about these adults who are almost using these minors for their popularity because Jojo Siwa at the time was very popular. She was coming off of Dance Moms. She was becoming big on YouTube. She was out here just killing it. So it makes sense for all of these OG YouTubers who are kind of losing their edge to want to appeal to the newer generation of audience members. And with Colleen Ballinger, I'm bothered by that because again of everything that has come to light that she has been grooming minors. So a video came out in 2020 where Colleen Ballinger supposedly addresses everything. And this is the video I had seen first. Essentially what she does is she has to, you know, she has to address some claims that were made against her. She was accused by a then 17-year-old of having a really inappropriate relationship with him. Now, I don't mean an inappropriate romantic relationship. I just mean a very inappropriate, like, adult teenager relationship. And the thing is, is that during this time, this person, he was between the ages of 13 and 17 when this was going on. You would think, I don't know, maybe Colleen was in her 20s. Maybe she didn't know what the hell she was doing. No, this woman was in her 30s. Okay, she was a well-established 30 plus year old talking to minors in group chats. So this individual that I'm speaking of, he's pretty well known on YouTube anymore. His name is Adam McIntyre. His target audience is younger than me. It is, you know, a drama channel where they talk about all the goings on on YouTube. And I followed the story because it was so interesting to me, especially now that I am entering my 30s this year. I could not for the life of me imagine having such an inappropriate relationship with anyone, let alone a child, a teenager a person who is really blossoming into who they are supposed to be. And this really hit home because like I said, I found this in 2020. We all know, if you guys know me, we know what happened in 2020. Kyle was going to be put on trial for grooming these two minors, Kendra and Lulu. So it was really just so, I don't know, it, it just, I connected with it because I was like, this is disgusting. And I never once not believed this guy. Okay. And sure, he was a kid. And the sad part is, is that a lot of people were trying to prove him wrong because they really heavily supported Colleen Ballinger. She's that big on YouTube. And this person, um, Cody Rance, I think is their name. I don't know much about them. Their videos have all since been removed. But this year, essentially, maybe like, I don't know, three weeks ago at this point, came out with a video exposing everything that Colleen and them had spoken about um, Cody Rant's pronouns are she, they. So if I use she or they, they're both okay, <laughs> according to all of the profiles that I've seen for Cody Rant. She came out with this video, and the video really exposed her communication with Colleen, how Colleen went to her and was like, hey, this kid Adam is out here trying to ruin my name. And I'm paraphrasing, but those are the text messages that were leaked out saying these types of things. So what did Cody Rant do being a supportive person, a supportive fan? Also, so in their 30s, came out with a video debunking this 17-year-old's video, which is so sad, but Adam really has expressed how much bullying he's experienced on the internet because of this grown-ass woman, Colleen Ballinger, who sent her minions to attack him, which is fucking sad. But now they've come forward and had said, okay, no, this is the truth. I did all of this because Colleen told me to. I was manipulated, etc. And And Adam was, his story didn't come out on his own. So that is definitely a sad part. But I think he was grateful. At least that's what he said in some of his videos that this information had come out. And it definitely proves that he was right. 
So the sad part is, though, is that this Cody Rance person had done this with all of the bad intentions. And so I don't really want to talk about that person. It's just the only reason this came to light now is because of them. So with Colleen Ballinger, she had been in group chats with kids between the ages of like 13, 17. And there were, I'm sure, I think there were definitely some older people in there who were of age. And she was essentially creating this group of minions who would go and attack like her ex-husband. She was in her 30s talking about her divorce to these teenagers. Like, I don't know if this woman has been taught boundaries, but the lines were definitely blurred. And Adam had actually come out with this entire saga about what he did for Colleen Ballinger during this time, totally unpaid. And she was dangling things in front of him, you know, promising him to fly him out places and meet him and hang out with him, but would constantly not do that and like ditch him. So the reason why, again, this is so important, because I know that a lot of my demographic probably aren't interested in YouTube drama. And a lot of it is because, you know, we feel so disconnected from that. Our generation kind of grew up with YouTube. We use YouTube for maybe some more useful things and, and all the laughing things, but we try not to get into the serious aspects of YouTube. But you think about our children, any one of our kids could end up like Adam McIntyre or this whole group chat of kids who are chatting with Colleen Ballinger. And she's talking about some very inappropriate things, not just about her divorce. She's talking about sex with these kids. And her best friend, his name is Corey DeSoto. This guy is also pretty trash, in my opinion, because the group chats have also come out with him where he was sending like porn to these children, these 13 year olds. For example, he was like, look what showed up on my timeline and like sent them all this por pornographic image. And these are kids. Okay, these are kids who should be focusing on school. And actually, speaking of school age, Colleen Ballinger's brother, Trent, um, some text messages again came out that he was speaking inappropriately with a minor and had given this minor a nickname and was flirtatious with them. And basically what it seems, allegedly he was using his sister's fame to get to these minors, which is essentially what his sister was doing. And on top of all of this, Colleen Ballinger has tried to keep the squeaky clean image online where she really appears to be such a nice person in a family channel. I will go into family channels on a different occasion, but let me tell you, I am not pro family channel. I think that there's a lot of exploitation of children online and there's not enough regulation or laws to protect protect these kids. And I personally would not do that with my own kids. I have a hard enough time posting personal photos on my personal Facebook page, which I have locked down. Because again, you just never know who's out there lurking in the shadows. And there's a lot of dangerous people online. But outside of that, you also have parents who are making money off of their children and exploiting them and stories are coming out about kids who are part of a family channel and have needed to tell their story, but they're even too afraid to. So they come out anonymously through somebody else. So I'll definitely get into that in another another episode. But with Colleen Ballinger, she is such an icon. And I think about her the same way that I think about Onision, another name that if you're not on YouTube, you likely don't know. But he was preying upon his minor audience. This guy was such a character, well-known YouTuber at the time, again, an OG, who people wanted to talk to. So, of course, he was engaging with his fans, which seems innocent enough, but it's not when you are inviting them out to your house. And his whole story is that it's a complicated one. There's actually a documentary, which... 
the 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 documentary is kind of controversial um but i think it's on discovery plus and even chris hansen got involved if you all know chris hansen he's the to catch a predator guy you know it's crazy because we think about our kids online but we don't really consider the dangers that are out there and it's hard enough for us to maintain our children and their relationships in person but what kinds of relationships are they developing online you know who are they talking to and sure it might sound cool like oh my gosh your favorite youtuber is coming and talking to you but what is the context of their relationship what are they talking about because Colleen Ballinger would always tell these kids not to tell their parents what they were talking about okay and that is a huge red flag huge I mean with Onision he was like literally grooming these girls into relationships with him um his partner who has gone by a number of names I don't even know what they go by at this point but um they were previously known as Taylor, um, previously she, her pronouns, I believe this person is transgender now and had gone by Kai. But essentially, Kai was a minor when they got together with Onision. He was specifically bringing these people to a state where the age of 17 was the age of consent. And it's disgusting, you guys. It's so gross. And, and this stuff really freaking happens. It happens on the regular. And so going back to Colleen Ballinger and with her audience being children, you got to take a look at some of her videos because anything that's still up which I'm pretty sure they are is kind of disturbing so again we're going to go back to that Jojo Siwa video that first collaboration video Jojo was 14 she does this collab with with Miranda Sings they then do maybe a year or two later a reaction video where they're laughing hysterically and and uh, Colleen's like oh my gosh Miranda just hated you Jojo and it's like dude you are in control of this character why on earth are you bullying kids with this character that's a huge part of what she does at her live shows too if you look up videos from her live show she has bits where she talks about porn where she brings audience members on stage to shame them where she brings audience members young kids to come reach down her pants it's just so weird it's not something that I would take my child to and I'm sure that at some point it seemed really innocent but again when you kind of see all of these other sinister things coming forward you see it a little bit differently and there's actually a video that's still live on a guy he's another well-known YouTuber, kind of an OG. His name is Joey Graceffa. It's a 2016 video, and the video is called Sneaking Into Miranda Sings' New House. This video literally begins with Miranda Sings, the character, playing you know inappropriately sexually with a stuffed animal this is for all audience members you guys they're <laughs> their target audience is kids and i'm looking at this content and i'm just so disturbed by it like why on earth is this okay what taught her this was okay and she's a mom too would she want her children watching this content i'm guessing she doesn't care considering they're all in the house together and her kids are going to see her youtube videos one day whether she deletes them or not they've all been re-uploaded and that's the thing about the internet Everything is permanent. You can't just say, oh, I don't want this to be seen anymore. I don't want this to be heard anymore because guess what? Somebody's out there. They've already re-uploaded it or they're waiting to, you know, upload it when you fuck up. That's why I try to be really careful here on the X's and T podcast to make sure that I am, you know, I'm representing the community well, that I am just being a good person. I don't want to be out here getting sued. And I also don't want to, you know, I don't want to harm my audience members. 
So hopefully you feel safe here. But Colleen Ballinger, she was on a podcast back in 2014. And I know that I'm bringing up these things from the past. And you could, you know, argue and say, oh, well, those are in the past. But the thing is, is she's still like this today and has continued to get away with this. And she had said in this 2014 podcast with Rhett and Link, if you're not familiar with Rhett and Link, also very well known OG YouTubers who do Good Mythical Morning. All these people, you guys are in their late 30s, early 40s. You have to imagine when they started YouTube, they were in their late 20s, early 30s. YouTube came out in 2005. So at the very beginning of YouTube, everything was allowed. It was the wild west of the internet. I mean, if anybody out there who is my age, 30 or above, if you remember Shane Dawson's videos, you might be shocked to this day like I am that we were watching that kind of shit at the age of 13 and 14 years old. That was not acceptable. If you're not familiar with Shane Dawson, that guy was making really wildly inappropriate sexual jokes towards minors. I mean, it is repulsive. If you want to go down the rabbit hole and you get curious, go look up Shane Dawson. He has blackface videos. He was super racist. Like, it was bad. He basically taught an entire generation that it was okay to make those jokes. And But looking back, it's like, how was that acceptable and and obviously as a society we've moved from we've moved away from that but it's so gross so back to this this interview it's called um ear biscuits with Rhett and link in this 2014 episode she was quoted saying that miranda's relationship with her uncle was a little rapey which is she says not derived by any personal experience that this relationship essentially between this miranda sings character and her uncle which again she created all of this is a rapey vibe like she wants it to be that inappropriate uncle niece relationship. Can you imagine how triggering that is for survivors of trauma who actually had those types of relationships and to see it normalized on YouTube? I'm almost in shock with no words to say with that. This whole situation just makes me so angry because this is someone who has continued to get away with this. Now let's look at this from a different perspective. Let's say Colleen Ballinger was a male. Would she be getting away with this? Probably not. I think there would be a lot more pressure on her to speak out. And there is quite a pressure on her right now. I mean, this has been the longest that she and her children have not been on YouTube in years. She has been on hiatus since that first Cody Rance video appeared like three or four weeks ago at this point. She has yet to say anything. She's still doing her live shows. She's still living her life, obviously. But she's not out here saying anything. And I guess my question is, what... What can she say? You know, what really can she come out here and say to excuse this type of behavior? I mean, the content is one thing. All of the inappropriate shit on YouTube, I guess she could argue saying, oh, I didn't know. Oh, it's old content. Oh, back then those jokes were okay. You know, but with with these group chats with these young kids, what can she say to that? Like, what can she say that's going to vindicate herself? I don't personally think there's anything that she can come out and say that's going to forgive the actions that she has caused trauma to. I mean, Adam McIntyre's whole journey is so sad. I mean, he was 17 years old when he had posted this one particular video in 2020, posing this relationship that he'd had with Colleen Ballinger. And yet Colleen Ballinger in her 30s sent her minions to bully this kid. And he is resilient because he's still on YouTube. He had done YouTube videos before that, but he's really kind of stepped into this drama channel role. He's got over 100k subscribers. This guy is becoming bigger on Twitch. He's really made a name for himself on the internet by himself. And this was with all of the backlash that he was receiving from Colleen Ballinger and her fandom. He has come out and said, this caused me so much trauma. And he's come out and said, 
I didn't even want this story to be out there, not like this. And then Cody Rant's person kind of forced it all out there. And now he's forced to talk about it. And if you're curious and want to go down this Colleen Ballinger rabbit hole, definitely take a look because there is so much more than just Adam's story. A lot of the people who were in these group chats with Colleen are coming out and speaking their story and explaining what happened to them, including a guy who went on tour with her and how his relationship started with him as a minor and how it went as an adult and how that whole thing was so traumatizing for him and how they treated him. Terrible. I think his name is Johnny. But this entire story impacts so many different people. Definitely check it out. I will also be linking the sources that I have found some of this content in. So for example, the the subreddit that is Colleen Ballinger Snark. That's a place that I found a lot of these video links and it just kind of goes into more depth than what I'm going into now. In fact, I haven't even scratched the surface with this whole thing. But you have to check out Adam McIntyre. His channel I will link in the episode show notes. I will link it on Instagram as well. But it's so important, I think, to be aware of these types of situations because this is somebody's children. You guys, Adam McIntyre's parents knew that he was talking to Colleen Ballinger, but they didn't know the extent of the conversation because Adam hid it from them. I mean, they went from, you know, trying to drive him to meet her when Colleen did a show in Ireland where he's from. They drove a pretty long distance to get him to this show where he was supposed to hang out with her ahead of time. And his mom sounds like a badass woman because she had that intuition that moms have and like didn't trust her. And she knew that Colleen was going to ditch her teenage son, which she did kind of in a way. If you want to hear the whole story again, look up his videos, but she stuck around for that moment. And then later on in the saga, again, when Adam McIntyre was a minor, Colleen Ballinger did this live video where she was giving away clothing and one of the pieces of clothing was lingerie. And she sent this lingerie to this minor. And her argument was, oh, he asked for it. But it was actually all Colleen's idea to send it to him, despite how she tried to spin it, which again is so crazy. She, in her Address Anything video, she edited this live clip showing that she was going to send it to him. And essentially, she tried to spin it as he wanted it. But in all reality, she's the one who like offered it. And of course, he was going to accept. He's a minor. He's a kid. He's a teenager. He's obsessed with you. He idolizes you. Of course, he's going to want anything that you put your hands on, right? And Colleen's not, there's nothing that she can say because she sent lingerie items to a minor. And this kid's parents were pissed. Apparently, they had taken him away from, from him. He took this photo with the lingerie over clothes and just put it on as a joke. But what happened? Because it was a group chat and Colleen Ballinger was behind the scenes manipulating everything. This photo, unfortunately, got leaked, and and that was really embarrassing for him. You know, he shared this photo for fun with friends. And I'm sure we've all done that where we have a photo where we're wearing something really weird, and we just wanted it to be a joke amongst friends. And then, you know, if it came out, you know, you'd be really embarrassed, and you'd be like, oh, man, that was not for everybody. That was for this, you know, specific situation. And it's stuff like that that really shows that Colleen Ballinger as a human is just not a good person, in my humble opinion. And I, again, want to bring awareness to this topic because it's so toxic. It's an adult child relationship. And of course, like I said, you know, it really brings me back to the days when, you know, Kyle was doing this stuff. He found these girls who were in their high school era 
right? They should have been focused on their senior year of high school. And he starts grooming them, manipulating them, entering a relationship with them. And then eventually it did lead to assault and him going to prison for this inappropriate stuff. Now, did Colleen Ballinger assault these people? No, I'm not going to put her same I will with Kyle. But the grooming aspect, the manipulation, all of that is connected. Groomers do these kinds of things because they have some sort of ulterior motive. For Kyle, it was for his physical gratification. For Colleen, she was able to get work done from Adam, promising him some sort of internship and then a paid internship for the things that he was doing for her behind the scenes. This kid's in school where he's supposed to be focusing on his schoolwork. And yet all that's going on is that Colleen's like, no, no, please help me with this stuff. And one thing that I think Colleen was able to use against Adam that's really fucked up and stupid, in my opinion, she gave Adam the password to her Twitter account where she had approved posts that he was going to post for her because she just didn't have time. She was so busy. She was doing Broadway. She was doing all of these things. And now I can't say if she was doing Broadway for sure at the time. But it's just an example of all the things that in her career she was doing and she was busy. So she allowed Adam McIntyre to post on her Twitter account. And he made a joke uh, that was claimed to be queer baiting, which is really, you know, offensive to the LGBTQ plus community. And when you offend an entire community of people inadvertently, you're going to get some backlash for that. And again, this is not about the post itself. This is about the fact that Colleen Ballinger threw him under the bus. Okay, so her character posts this inappropriate post that offended people. And instead of taking ownership and being like, hey, I approved this post. No, she blames Adam and said, oh, I should have never given him the password to my Twitter. I should have never let him do this, which is bullshit because Adam has since come out with text messages of her approving the tweets. And he was doing other things for her as well, unpaid, just spending so much of his time doing these things. If you're not sure how this whole content creation thing works, and, and I'm still in the very beginning of it. So even for me, it's hard to fathom, but I know how long it takes to edit my podcast. If I have an hour episode, it took me two hours to edit that episode. And I'm also learning how to make graphics for advertisements and all of these different things. And those take a lot of time, like a lot of time. And you have to imagine he's getting really in depth with these thumbnails and coming up with these ideas and posting to her Twitter account. That's his time that he was, you know, essentially promised to, you know, get paid for in the future and never did. And that's fucked up. You know, like I said, I don't know if a lot of my audience members know who she is. And I, again, like I said, I think it's really important. And I'll say this again and again, that we monitor what our kids are doing online because people like Colleen Ballinger are out there taking advantage of minors. They're out there hurting kids and causing this long-term trauma that we don't know how it's going to impact our kids yet. We don't know until it starts impacting them in their adulthood. And I think as a, as a community, we should be talking about this stuff. I think it's important for kids to know who's out there and who's being a predator, especially if your kid is old enough to be on the internet and knows like, hey, I know you're a big fan of this person, but if they talk to you, it's actually wildly inappropriate for them to be doing that. I mean, a comment here and there, just being like acknowledging their comment, that's fine. I think that's pretty cool when content creators can do that when they have the time to respond to a comment here or there but personal messages that they are telling you not to tell your parents about is really not okay and for her to have set that precedent with some so many kids and to really just create such an issue for them because this goes again just beyond the conversations her content or her talking to them it's her creating insecurities in these kids because she's really fat phobic. She talks a lot about how being fat is bad, which if we all know me, we know I'm not out here trying to fat shame anybody. I've been the fat kid. I'm not about to hurt anybody for their physical appearance. 
if your only argument is somebody's physical appearance, you clearly don't know them very well and you don't have a good argument. So you should probably stop. But Colleen Ballinger had really created some issues for these kids. Adam had come out and said he had body issues because Colleen really emphasized how important it was to be skinny. She also was just a mean girl. She was making fun of her fans to these group chats and she was making fun of other creators who have really idolized her. Shout out to Trisha Paytas who started a freaking podcast with this woman who was allegedly again purely based on the comments that have come out she had allegedly subscribed to her to trisha's only fans just to make fun of her body like that's fucked up and i think we can all agree that that's just mean girl high school bullshit that in our 30s we should be over so if this is not the episode that you expected hey i get it but at the very end of the day i hope you understand why that this is something i wanted to talk about and can appreciate it for what it is so We'll be back next week. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at X's and T underscore podcast, TikTok at X's and T underscore podcast. We started a YouTube channel. I will post the link in the show notes and on Instagram, go over there and subscribe, support the channel and support us. I love what we do and I love having my guests on. I could not be more grateful for the community that I have developed with this podcast. So thanks everybody. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>